This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and this is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB here in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday morning as we talk about the mental side of sports, and I love doing the show with you each week as we delve into the world of sports from the mental perspective, attitudes, sportsmanship, focus, preparation, confidence, team building, youth sports, crazy parents, coaches out of control, and we're going to delve into a topic that came up this week that, you know, I talk about this all the time, and here's another example, another example of why the things I'm talking about need to be addressed. But before we do that, I want to wish a happy anniversary to my lovely wife, Elizabeth, who is listening this morning. It is our second anniversary. I'm married two years, two great years of my life, and love being with her, love her for who she is. So thank you, Elizabeth, for, for being supportive of me and letting me get up every Sunday morning and wake you up to come here and do this show. Anyway, I'm here talking about the mental side of sports, and we've been doing this now. I've been on the air for 32 years, the last 22 years here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. I'm in my 43rd year of work as a sports psychologist. I work with athletes <clears throat> excuse me, all over the country, in, from the youth sport to the professional Olympic level. I've been team psychologist for professional teams, for Olympic teams, college teams. I've, I speak to groups. I talk about topics all the time. And one of the things, if you've listened to the show, you know that I'm passionate about is youth sports. Youth sports is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a learning experience, a fun experience, teach you about confidence and team building and success and failure, but most importantly about having fun. It's supposed to be fun, right? I've talked about for the last several weeks a program I have in my mind that some people are starting to establish about parents at youth sporting events. I hear about it all the time. Parents out of control, screaming, yelling, cursing, getting angry at refs, umpires, officials, getting angry at their own kids or other kids or other coaches, and then you get coaches yelling, and sometimes there are brawls. Well, guess what? This past week in St. Louis, just a couple days ago, it happened again. St. Louis cancels a youth football team season after a parent allegedly shot the coach. A parent allegedly shot the coach. <clears throat> I'm going to read this to you. 
A St. Louis youth football team had the rest of its season canceled after a player's parent allegedly shot the coach multiple times for not putting his son as a starter for the team, according to city and police statements. Now, I'm going to get into this because there's a couple things on here that are totally sick about this. First of all, somebody shooting somebody, period, at a, at a youth sports game. Authorities responded to the scene on October 10th and found the coach who had sustained serious physical injury from the gunshots, according to a probable cause statement. The coach, who was taken to a hospital for treatment, told officers a parent whose son plays on the team was upset with him for not starting his son, according to the statement. He shot him because he wasn't starting his son. The parent approached the coach and eventually shot him multiple times while he was unarmed. The suspect, identified by police and jail records as Daryl Brian Clemens, was arrested and charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action, according to those records. He was ordered to be held without bail until his trial. The public defender's office confirmed Thursday they're representing Clemens but declined comment. Police have not named the coach, but local stations identified him. The coach named named Shaquille Lattimore, who coaches the bad boys team, said he was shot four times and grazed once. Shot four times and grazed, shot five times. I still have bullet fragments in my body. I can still feel it, but I'm by the grace of, grace of God, man. I'm blessed that I'm still here. His wife told the TV station she kept his shooting a secret from the three children until she knew he was going to recover. Why? I guess one of his kids wasn't on the team. So that's probably good. He's also upset because the city canceled the team's participation. So we've got a wacko parent coming and shooting the coach. Because his son's not playing. And now here's the deal. It's not just his family Lattimore is looking forward to spending time with. He's ready to talk to his team again. I love those kids. I want to tell them to keep their heads up. This is what a fighter looks like. Really? Okay. He added he was disappointed by the city's decision to suspend his team from the Rec Legends Football League, organized by the city's recreation department. I don't know why they did that. Our team is one of the best teams in the league. I'm disappointed with that. His team's one of the best teams in the league, so he's disappointed that they're canceling it because he got shot by a wacko dad. In a statement, St. Louis City government said after a series of incidents perpetuated by adults, which culminated in Tuesday's shooting, the Recreation Division decided to spend the team's participation in the City Rec Legends Football League. League rules are in place to ensure the protection of youth participants ages 5 to 13, and we will continue to uphold the rules to ensure this football season is safe and successful. Okay. So here you've got a a, a dad who needs to be in jail for shooting the coach for not playing his kid. Then you've got the coach who's upset that they're canceling the games because of what happened. Because they're winning. That's his reason he's upset. Because they're winning. What about the mental health of these kids? What about the mental health of the the kids that saw this? It has nothing to do with the fact that they're winning or losing games. A wacko parent who needs to be put in jail shoots the coach four times because you're not playing my son. Well, that's really, really bright. That guy has serious issues. Now, what about these kids 
See, there's nothing. All excuse me. <clears throat> all I'm hearing here is they're canceling the league games for this team because of the violence. What's being done for these kids? How are they being handled? Is there is there going to be any counseling for them? Is there going to be any talking to them? I mean, if they saw this, which I'm sure they probably did, it doesn't say that they did or didn't, but I'm sure they did because it happened like it was. It appears it was right there. What's being done for them? And the coach is angry because, well, we're not going to play anymore because we're winning. It has nothing to do with whether you're winning or losing. What about the mental health of these kids? Okay, Cavell, jump in here, my producer Cavell. That's dead. What? What are you? Isn't this sick? It's sick. It is. <clears throat> it is wild. It is wild, and clearly, their ball is a big deal there. Wherever they are, where is it at? St. Louis. St. Louis. Oh, that's not too far. No. And it's basketball or football? Football. Football. You know, I I know some places where it gets serious. So, in question, is it? Did it happen at the stadium? At apparently the happened. It, it doesn't clarify it, <clears throat> but apparently it happened there. Yeah, that's well, what it sounds like. I mean, not. I mean, it doesn't clarify that specifically, but nonetheless, if it did happen there, okay, if it did happen there, and these kids saw it, what, what's, what about these kids? And their their seasons canceled. Why was the season canceled? Okay. Well, we're winning. Shouldn't we keep playing because we're winning? What, what's more important here? Well, if he didn't add the because we're winning, we're one of the best teams. But, you know, like I would advocate for keeping it going and trying to govern better because, yeah, I grew up in South Kansas City. And not long after I graduated, uh, like the Hickman Mill School District, they got rid of evening sports, which is football, basketball baseball they, they got rid of all the sports because well money and you know and i'm sure there was some unruly parents but you take away those sports you take away those opportunities now those kids when they would be in practice when they would be at games now they're just what are they doing it, yes and so, are they supervised and are, are they are su- their parents around yes because but ma- most parents have to work one two jobs both parents working so so like i'd push for the team, the league to keep going, but not just because you have a good team. It's, that's it's my that's my that. point. Yeah, it's bigger the coach, than that. The coach is upset that they canceled because we're we're winning. I hope he was misquoted. <laughs> well, it doesn't appear that way. Yeah. So I like to let's get some calls in. I like to, you know, I'd like to hear from you. If you're a parent, if you're a coach, if you're a league supervisor, what do you think about this? Our phone number is nine one three. Three eight ten eight ten. There is violence at a youth sporting event. Here, a coach is shot, shot four times. Boom, 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 boom. Because you're not starting my son. Screw you. I'm shooting you. I'm going to kill you. Really? And then the coach is upset because they're winning. Well. The league canceled our games because, you know, we're winning. The kids are winning. So what's done? See, here's the issue. Mental health, if you listen to this show, you know I'm extremely passionate about this. I've talked about this forever in my 43 years, my 32 years on the radio. And for years, everyone's telling me, you're full of it, Doc. Come on. 
Athletes are strong people. They don't need you. They don't need to listen to people like you. Really? Okay. Well, guess what? I've got a litany of people who've listened to me and work with me who will vouch for the things we talk about, why it's important. Hall of Fame athletes, Olympic champions, national champions, Major League Baseball players who set, set records, all kinds of things, because they've said, Doc, this stuff is more important than anything else. It's like I always say, you can have two athletes who are physically the same, but the stronger one with a stronger mind will come out on top. When you've got parents getting out of control at a youth sporting event, what happens to the kids that see this and hear this? You know, we've talked about this stuff about parents, you know, out of control. And, and the program I've talked about is every team, beginning of the year, should talk about the, the, the guidelines for the season, practice schedules, travel schedules, uniforms, all that stuff. But they also should spend a significant amount of time on sportsmanship and behavior. And then my suggestion is, and I've, I've mentioned this on the show a bunch of times. Some people said they're going to implement it. And I, if they're listening, I'd like to hear if they have. If you have a designated parent, and it rotates each game, who basically observes the other parents. And you've got three or four guidelines of behavior that are, that are out of control types of things. If those things are happening, parents, you know, cursing at, at the umpire, or screaming at, at the players of the other team, or yelling at other parents, that the supervising parent doesn't deal with that. They go to the coach, the coach calls timeout, comes over and addresses that parent, and gives a warning. You either cut it out, or you're going to have to leave. And then the, the you know the dilemma has been with some people. Well, does their child leave too? As much as I hate to say it, I think the child should leave with them. Because that's going to force that parent to look in the mirror because they're hurting their kid. All right. And I've had several people say they're going to start doing that. See, if this guy, so this guy's ticked off, pissed off, use that word pissed off because he shot him four times. He obviously wasn't just sitting there and just, I'm assuming, just walked over there and just shot him. He probably was getting angry because his son wasn't starting getting angrier and probably went over there. So... Somebody had to see this. Of course, the guy's got a gun. They're going to be scared. All right. Cavell, what do you want to say? Um, yeah. So confirmed, he was shot in front of the 9- and 10-year-old players. Wonderful. And so, and in that case, the league should be canceled. If it's teenagers, that's why I was pushing for, you know, like, hey, they should keep it going. But it's 9- and 10-year-olds, and it's in front of them. That league should be canceled. So what? what happens to these kids who see this? Yeah, that's all. Are they, you know, there should be counseling for these kids and their parents for what happened. These kids are going to be scared to death about coming out. Some of these kids are not going to want to ever play baseball or football again, just football. For sure. Because they're going to be scared. Some, they're going to get shot. Or their coach is going to get or shot. Their coach is going to get shot. What Was it my fault? What did I do? I mean, that's what these kids are going to think. All right. I'd love to get some calls in here. 913-3810-810 is our number. What do you think about this? I mean, I think any rational person is going to be disgusted with this. But what what needs to be done for these kids who saw this? They're just going to cancel the season. Well, fine. Cancel the season, but give these kids an opportunity to get some help, some counseling, talk about this, work through this. Because they're going to be scared to come back and play again. And question, who's responsible 
for like trying to get um, some counseling for these people? Because if it's just a league, I've coached Rick. I mean, yeah, I've coached basketball and I coached rec league. I've coached competitive, but I don't know what, 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 what would be the infrastructure to get them help? Cause there's probably not a system in place, right? Probably not. So, but that's something that needs to be addressed by as, 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 you know, our society scares me with all the violence and all the, you know, somebody doesn't agree with something. They threaten people. They, they're, you hear about it in Congress this past week, death threats because somebody didn't vote for a candidate for speaker, De- death threats that people didn't vote for. I mean, where are we going as a society? I mean, it, it, it really, really, really bothers me why people are getting out of control. They think they can just do whatever they want. And it's going down, it's going down to, to youth, youth, youth sporting events, a kid's game. Nine and ten year old football game. A dad gets shot. Or excuse me, a dad shoots the coach because you're not playing my son? Really? That you know, that guy needs to be incarcerated and he needs serious help, number one. Number two, okay, what's gonna happen to these kids? Alright, our phone number is nine one three Three eight ten eight ten. I'd love to hear from you. We're going to go to commercial break here in a second. I'd like to get some calls in here and see what you think about this, because to me, you know, th- this this is it's it's total sickness, and you know they're canceling the, the league games. Okay, fine, they're going to cancel the games, but what are they doing for the kids? Are they going to give them some counseling? Are they get them get them some help? Or are they just say no, we're done? Come back next year. All right. We're going to go to a break here. I'd love to hear from you. If you are a parent, if you're a coach, you're you're a league administrator, you're, you're just listening. What should be done for these kids? 913-3810-810 is the number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Give me a call and let's talk. We're on the Leader in Sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station here in Kansas City, Sports Radio 810 WHB, and I'm talking today about this, a youth sports, a youth football game for 9- and 10-year-olds in St. Louis. A dad was ticked off that his son was not starting. So he shot the coach four times. Didn't kill him, thankfully. Shot him four times in front of all the other kids, all the other parents, because his son wasn't starting. Coach is hospitalized, game's canceled, and guess what? The league canceled the rest of the season, and the coach who got shot is upset because we were winning. They shouldn't have canceled the season. We're winning. Well, he's shot, and he's upset that they're canceling the games because the team's winning. They're 9- and 10-year-olds. What do you think about this? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. No one's called in on this yet. I, I can't believe we're not going to get some calls on this. This, this. this is one of the sickest things I've ever heard. You know, I talk about parental behavior at youth sporting events, how it's getting out of control. What more blatant example of that can this than, than, than this? Somebody shoots the coach 
because the sun's not starting? All right, if you're a coach and you've had a parent upset at you because your son or daughter is not starting, they're not playing enough, they don't get on the field, they don't get on the court, you're the coach, what do you say to the parent? If you're a parent and you're upset about that, what do you do? Do you go get a gun and shoot the coach in front of the kids? Real mature, well-educated guy, isn't he? I mean, you know, he's arrested. He should end up in jail for quite a while. But my question is this, and no one's called up on this yet, which I can't believe. What about the kids here? What happens to these kids who saw this? Well, they're getting penalized now. Their games are canceled because of this. But what about these kids who saw the coach get shot four times by a crazy, wacko parent. What's being done for them emotionally, psychologically, to help them deal with this? If you're a, if you're a parent, and and a lot of you have have been in situations not like this, thankfully, but you've been at a game where there's a parent, an adult, let's say an adult. It could be a parent. It could be the coach, of the other team out of control. What do you say to the kids about that? How do you help them get through that, work through that emotionally? That can scar a lot of these kids for life. They may be scared. A lot of these kids may be scared to ever play sports again, think somebody's going to get shot. So the league cancels the games. The league should require or may or may. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Should they require? They should definitely offer Counseling, but should they require it? All right, our phone number is 913 I'd love to hear from you. If you're a coach, if you're a parent, you've played sports, and something, and hopefully not this, but there's some crazy parent going berserk in the stands. You know, should they be kicked out? Yes. Should they be told to leave? Yes. And then, But then they shoot the coach. You know, I talked last year about Christy Moore, the softball umpire in Mississippi, and we had her on the show, umpiring a 12-year-old girl's game. She got attacked. She was being verbally attacked during the game by a mom who she warned to, to zip it, to cut it out. She wouldn't do it. The game ended. So she told, made her leave. After the game's over, this mom came over and punched her, knocked her out. Hit her. Knocked her out, blackened her eye. The mom got arrested. Then the mom took off and got arrested wearing, of all things, a Mother of the Year t-shirt. And then this mom <clears throat> gets all over the internet. It's all over the internet about this. She now sues Christy Moore for emotional distress because of what happened to her. All right. Should What should be done for these kids who witnessed a parent shoot the coach four times? What should be done for these kids? Should there be counseling made available for them? And what should be done for this coach who's upset that they cancel the games because they're winning? You know, the kids get, get penalized for it. The kids are the ones who and get hurt by it. You know, we've got so many problems in our society, as I said, with pe- people getting out of control, thinking they can 
say things or do things that just because they want to. There are rules. There are guidelines. <clears throat> and at a youth sports event, you end up shooting the coach because your son's not playing. Now, I can get it. I, I can understand why someone would be upset. <clears throat> excuse me. Why their son or daughter isn't playing. I get it. Why aren't they playing? Why aren't they starting? It's, it, it's upsetting. It's upsetting. You know, but what? He, what's the way to handle that? The proper way to handle that is after the game's over with. Say, go up to the coach. Say, listen, can we can we uh, talk tomorrow? Can we set up a time to talk? And then sit down. Maybe get together. Go get some coffee or hot chocolate or tea or whatever. Get a bite to eat and talk about it. But you don't get a gun and shoot him four times. So what should be done? You know, mental health is being talked about now across the board. It used to be people used to say it's a sign of weakness if if you are depressed or you're stressed. You're not strong enough. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned, I've talked on this show for years why athletes are people. You know, they eat, drink, sleep, go to the bathroom, do everything everybody else does. They may be physically more superior in a lot of ways than, than a lot of us, but they're still human beings. They've got feelings. Believe me, I work with all kinds of athletes at all kinds of levels. And, and, This is this is this is something I've dealt with forever. All right, let's. We've got our first brave call of the morning. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, good morning. How are you doing? Oh, how are you? Great. Thank you for calling in. Oh, I'm. Uh, I live in St. Joe all my life. I was born up in Fairfax County. So up in Fairfax, the northernmost county of St. Joe, but I never. I wasn't born in St. Joe, but I've lived here all my life. When I was eleven, I got my first fight at baseball. Training, we were trying out for baseball little leagues. So I was about eleven, Mustang League or whatever, and some bully tried to jump in, and no one was saying anything about it. So I stepped up and said, "Hey, everybody's trying out. We all want to play." And that ended up after the game, me and him were fisticuffing at close range, fisticuffs at close range. At eleven years of age. At eleven years of age. Where were the adults, Jerry? Uh, well, we had our baseball coaches who really didn't interfere with much, even though they could have and should have, they didn't. And uh, So they watched you guys anyway, punch it out. Yeah, we punch it out. My mom comes in and separates us, but the funny thing is is that for a kid my age to experience something like that, my dad's name was Bad Bad Leroy Brown, so you can imagine what kind of guy he was. Bad Bad, just like the song? Him. Yeah, he, only, he was six foot four. He lost one fight in his life. He was meaner than a junkyard dog, and he was bad as old King Kong. So that that experience, I couldn't back down from the guy, so I had to take on, you know, stand up for myself at 11 and stand up for the other kids that were there. <clears throat> this guy, I had people rooting for me, hitting Jerry, hitting And then the other guy, Rick, who I ended up, we, we became not friends, but... I was okay with him later on when we got older, when I met up with him, because I reminded him of the situation we had. But guess what? It never came to shots being fired. 
And uh, well, that's good. Well, what's weird is okay. I, I made it through that. I talked to you before about my basketball career in grade school and the bullying that happened at LeBron. And one of the bullies that started all of it is the city councilor here in St. Joe now. Well, I let all that stuff go. I'm not going to hold on to any of that stuff. The weird thing, what you had me thinking about was when I'd go, some friends that I'd made later on, we'd go watch the kids play Little League baseball at, like, Hyde Park or places that we have in St. Joe. And these people would go there, and I'd kind of giggle at it, but they would go there, and it's time to have a beer or two with your friends while you're watching your kids play ball. And all that, all that was meant to be done was to scream at the referees and scream at the other coaches. You don't want to belittle the kids because the coaches could kick people out, even though they never did. But no one ever brought guns, but I got so over that. That was not fun to me to go watch the kids play baseball while the parents are drinking beer, partying. Not probably getting sloshed or nothing. All right, all right Jerry, let me let me interrupt. Let me interrupt you here. A couple of things. Sorry a couple of things. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. So there's a couple of things you've said here that are very interesting to me. Number one, this this kid you and, and you start at 11 years of age, start getting in a fight, and who breaks it up? Your mom. My mom. Your mom. Where are the Where are My the mom. dads there? They're just. Who are they knows? cheering you on? Get him, Jerry. Knock him out. I mean, what the was going on? Are. The kids were the ones that were my that that liked me that wanted me to take up for them against the bully. Okay, but yeah, but your mom's the one. On, but, but your mom's I heard the, the one. Bully had, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the bully had his eighteen-year-old brother there. I'm eleven, and he's ten or eleven, and his brother's eighteen years old. So here I have to deal with. I got to fight this guy, and I got to make sure the brother doesn't get me. So what? That's so let me ask this question, Jerry. Age. What? So your mom breaks it up. Yeah. What did you, what did she say to you afterwards? Did you guys shake oh, hands and apologize or walk away? No, or no. What no. happened? She she came in like the like the saving angel. Got in between us. She was five foot two. My dad was six foot four. So my mom comes in there and grabs me pretty much like by the hand. And you can imagine this mother swooping in and being aggravated with her child, but instead of reprimanding them or fighting me too. She grabs me and gets removes me from the situation. Okay, so the let me people, let me ask this question. The other guy Jerry. didn't try and hurt her. Yeah. Always. Okay, let me ask this question. So you you experienced something not quite the same as this. What do yeah. you what I, my suggestion here is that these kids who witness this are going to need some help. What do you think about that? They they just watched their coach get shot four times by a dad who's angry his son's not playing, not starting. What do you think about what I'm suggesting? These kids need some help, right? Yeah, and I don't see I don't see a nine year old, a ten year old, something like that. How do they process something like that being shot? I was in a fight. Okay, I went back the next the next tryout, and I got on my team. And whether that guy was there or not, I still played baseball. I did that with basketball, and I wanted to do that in high school, but the bullying was too much, and I saw my friends getting picked on by these guys that were top jocks, but they wouldn't give us little guys the chance to have fun too and that was just sad so well the good thing is you said your dad was a tough guy but he didn't come in and do anything so that's good for you well by by that point he died in 1977 so you're talking about when i was like the last year or two of his life there's not a whole heck of a lot that he could well well but okay so 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 before i let you go jerry 
What do you think should be done for these kids who who's, who witnessed this, saw their coach would, get shot four times? I would love counseling. That coach needs counseling for himself to think that they shouldn't hold, you know, they shouldn't deal with the kids the way they're dealing with them. That coach needs counseling if he thinks that just because they were winning that those kids should be subject to something like that again. And what about the kid that, the dad that shot the coach? Right. How's that kid feeling? That's exactly. what where my heart's going to. Well, it, yeah. I mean, I know it goes to the coach and all, but how about the kid, the kid that had to deal with his dad's crap? That's just bad. Well, that's why, listen, that's why I do this show. That's why I talk about this. Our shows are podcasted everywhere. People listen to these shows all over the place. And that's why I'm trying to get people to be proactive and take charge mentally. Jerry, thank you for calling in, sir. And uh, good luck, and I'm glad you're not getting in any fights anymore. Take care of yourself. Can I just say one thing? Go ahead. You have already proven yourself. You are more of a sir than I am, sir. So thank you, sir. And I talk to all the guys at WHB pretty much. Seren, Josh, Jason. I don't get to talk to Steven, but he threw a shout-out at you the other day. Because they had a cry fest on the radio, and I wish you would have heard that because that was so funny, and it was really kind of, it was about Tim Grunhart's daughter and stuff getting married. That was a nice thought, but I appreciate what you do, and I didn't mean to hog all your time. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Thank you for calling, sir, and you take care of yourself. I appreciate your call. Okay. Take care. All right. That frees up our lines here at 913-3810-810. I really appreciate the comments there, Jerry. That was very kind of you. Look, look I, I do this show every Sunday morning. I'm on early. A lot of people aren't even awake. The shows are podcasted everywhere on my website, all the main apps, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple. They're, they're, they're all over the place. We, we have serious problems in our society with violence and anger. But do they, does it need to go to a youth sporting event? And does it need to go to a youth sporting event where a dad shoots the coach four times at a nine-year-old football game because his son's not starting? And then then the coach who gets shot gets upset, gets upset because they canceled the league because they were winning. Who cares about that? Who cares if they're winning? These kids just witnessed violence. They, they witnessed you being shot. And you're more worried about the games being canceled because they're winning. It's totally messed up. All right. 913 is the number. And we're going to go, Covell, who, who are we going to next? We're going to go to the phones here in a second. Covell will tell me who's on line one. I, I, mental health is being talked about more and more, as I've said. And it's being talked about more and more because it needs to be talked about. You know, you can be physically strong and, and be the tough guy, but if you're not together mentally, it doesn't matter. These kids, these nine, these not, you know, God help us, these nine and ten-year-old kids who witnessed this, witnessed their coach being shot, how are they going to be talked to, helped, and will they? All right, let's go to the back to the phones. Let's see what Jean has to say. Jean, good morning. Dr. Jacobs, go ahead. Hi. Um, just caught your show on my way out to the grocery store, and I have no idea what's going on. I've been out of town this week. 
apparently I've missed something big, but love the idea of the counseling. Who pays for it? I mean, if you're a, re- I don't know if these kids were part of a rec-, rec association, a club team, or whatever. But who, who pays for that? Counseling is not cheap. Well, I know I'm a therapist. I, I, I mean, yeah, no, that's a great yeah, question. It's, it's not, but, and and you know what I think? I think sometimes the gentlemen before that talked about all of the parents that drink beer and stuff. I think sometimes it's the other parents have to step in and say that's not appropriate for this location take it to the parking lot. I, I mean, I think, I think, unfortunately, we all need to take responsibility for each other. And maybe the parents are the ones that are going to go, that's not appropriate behavior for here, knock it off. Well, Jean, I have a, I've talked about on this show a program that, uh, that I have suggested needs to be implemented at youth sporting events. Let me get your thoughts on it. And, and basically, at the beginning of the season, when... The preseason meeting happens when about the rules and the schedule and all that. There's a discussion about sportsmanship. And in this discussion, there are some guidelines set out about what's appropriate, what's not. And then there is a rotating parent at every game, different parent at every game. There's a schedule set up, and that, that parent will be observing the, the other parents. The sports coordinator, as you will. Yeah, that's a great topic for it. And, yeah. and that person observes... You know, the other parents there, if somebody is breaking the rules, that parent then goes to the coach. That parent doesn't do it. That parent goes to the coach, says, hey, hey, Steve's, so, da- Steve's dad's cussing the umpire out way too much. The coach so then calls. you call- more of a club situation then, than a rec situation. No, rec, rec. This happens at rec all the time. I know. I know it does. Yeah. No, this does. is across the board. Okay. And okay. Then, then the coach comes, calls timeout, goes over to that parent and says, look. You've got to cut out what you're doing. This is a warning. If you keep it up, you're going to have to leave. And and a lot of people don't like this, but I say their their child leaves too. Oh yeah. Because yeah. because this is unacceptable behavior. And the coach, so, unfortunately, the, excuse me, the, the coach then has to be in charge. But why should you put that on the coach? Because the coach is trying to coach. Well, who else is going to do what, it? I don't know. That's and the, then what well, then what happens when you have youth referees? And there, and you know, if you, well, your referee could throw them out. Can a 15-year-old kid throw out an angry 40-year-old dad? Well, that's why, there, that's why there are, there are league supervisors around at yes. most, most games, and they help with that. But this is my, but this is my whole point. If they're, they're yelling at the, the umpire or whatever, okay, you know, a 15-year-old, yeah, a 15-year-old umpire is going to be scared to talk to some 300-pound, yeah. you know, a 50-year-old man is cussing him out. That's why, <clears throat> that's, you know, the, so the the parent in charge is going to see this, tells the coach. That's, unfortunately, you know, you can't be have a league supervisor at every sporting event. No, so, But can't. if you have this program, you know, it, it, nothing works all the time. And but, that's why that's why mental health services should be more affordable so everybody can use them. Well, they should be. But unfortunately, you know, with insurance and everything else, it becomes a problem. Right. We'll get into that. That's not what I'm here right. for. But that's a whole other. That's a whole other conversation. Yes, but my point is this. Okay, this this let me. I want to get your opinion here. So this this situation I'm talking about, it was a youth football game, nine and ten year old youth football league in St. Louis. A dad was ticked off because his son didn't start, so he shot the coach four times in front of the other kids. Okay. The coach is going to survive. He's in the hospital. 
the the adult who shot him was arrested. But the coach who got shot got upset because the league canceled the rest of the, their games. He said, we were winning. Why did they cancel the games? Let me get your opinion on that. What else do you do at that point in time? If you're the organization that is sponsoring the games, the rec association, the club team, or whatever, what do you do? Well, I mean, that's about your only choice, isn't it? Well, yeah, but isn't that sort of messed up that he's angry because they were winning? <laughs> they canceled the games. What difference? Is, what difference does it right. make if they're right. winning or losing? For God's right. sakes, these kids just saw you get shot, but you're right. upset because well, we're winning. Right. That's messed up, isn't it? Yeah. He needs. Bit. He needs. He needs help to get over it. What happened to him? A and B to realize this isn't about winning and losing. This is so, about life. If that's his attitude, and again, I know nothing about what went on, who was involved, or anything like that. If that was his attitude, maybe that team didn't have a very good culture. Well, you're probably one hundred percent correct. Maybe that, that organization didn't have a very good culture. Well, I think you're probably right on that. Listen, Jean, I got to let you go. Thank you yep. for calling in. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Great comments. Bye-bye. Great comments. You know, th- this is why I do this show. This is These things need to be addressed, and these things need to be dealt with. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I hope you like listening to this. Like I said, our shows are podcasted everywhere. I'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts. You can always reach me at my office. It's 816-561-5556. I give talks in these things all the time. My email is drj, Dr. J, drj at winners, W-I-N-N-E-R-S, unlimited.com. Love to hear from you get your thoughts. Do you think mental health services should be provided for these kids who saw their coach get shot? And should mental health services be available for this guy who got shot because he's upset that they canceled the league games because they were winning? It's messed up. Have a great week. Stay safe. Run the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.